Yo, it's a stupid small podcast. It's Friday, June 17th. Thank God this week's over. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stu. You're battling. Well, some, you know, it's like anything in life. Some weeks uh, are a real slog. Yep. I mean, this is our first full week in some time. It is. It that's feels true, like we've actually. done five mornings, you know what I mean? Yeah. It is. You're going to your head way. off. And, uh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. That's the thing that makes you angriest to pull no, you it's up. Because you think it. You, spe- you know, I think it was yesterday. You were talking in the podcast, and you were you had indigestion, and it sounded like this. <laughs> I didn't say a thing. A I yawn quietly. Nobody can hear it. That's the thing about yawns. If you do them quietly, no one can hear them. They're a visible thing that only it's the five visual. and two diet, Lauren Clark. Some days are diamond, That's some right. days are gold. So, huh? So, I don't mention it to well, people. Mine, mine you is... draw attention to something that is silent that people cannot hear. And say, stop doing it. It's not nice for the listeners. I can see it. It really brings my mood down. Oh, now, is that what's bringing your mood down? Something is. Stuart Farrell. Last night, Lauren Clark. Are you a sunny ray of sunshine or not? I am. I'm ready to rock. Good. Yeah. Last night, what? I, I had a little epiphany. Oh. Yeah. Did you have it with cream and um, <laughs> a little candle on top? Oh, I wish. Don't <laughs> mention cream. Sorry. Um, what now, was your epiph? Well... Uh, the the TV was playing up. I'm not sure if this happens at your house, but uh, the uh, for some reason the ABC, you know, this digital TV malarkey, right? Uh, it goes up. Oh yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and you can't oh, watch it's it. The future, it's great. Oh, welcome I know. to the future. Digital this and digital that. How good that. is it? Yeah. And um, anyway, the, the ABC was doing that, so I was unable to watch what I would ordinarily watch. Just catch the news. Right. Uh, Antiques Roadshow, whatever it is, after I oh, yeah, you, pull, you'd... pull up my socks after a long, hard day. So cute. Yep. And um, anyway, so I threw it on to one of the other channels and <coughs> MASH was on. And, and it, it, the, thankfully showing the um, the glory and the, the golden days of or the golden era of MASH at the moment with uh, all the best in the I business. I haven't seen MASH since I was a kid and I don't really remember it, but everyone says it's the best. Yeah. It is the best. Well, a certain period of it is really the best. All right. Anyway, at the end of it, it finished and goes, yeah. and then the music played and I just thought, what memories and warmth just washed over yeah. me. And I thought, what a soothing sound is that. The, the, the MASH a- theme the song. Mash, but the, the outro one, which is just like a gentler, yeah. non-vocal. Yeah. That usually meant dinner was ready. Potentially. You know, for it, me. It meant... The smell of uh, spuds or something. Smell of kale and uh, kale. Fer- fermented uh, cabbage. In the, in the in the 80s and 90s, kale. Oh, we yeah. had we did, we had it imported from the island of kale. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, uh, well, they, didn't you have to eat that as part of the Steiner stool? Stool. Steiner stool. Well, First of all, I didn't go to a Steiner school. Secondly, didn't I didn't go to a Steiner stool. <laughs> There's plenty of Steiner stalls after all that kale at your place. Oh. But the thing, well, come on, it had all to be All you're said. saying is... All right, mung beans. Let's go back I, to the era. Yeah. You're on, you on the mung beans. <laughs> there was a mung bean or Mama's two in my on the childhood. mung beans again, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, um, I was familiar with the bean, oh. a mung. Well, we, we sort of had a rotating roster of meals. But anyway, mm. fascinating as that is, um, <laughs> it just, it just, I was just wondering, well, this is my, this must be a happy place I hadn't identified, mm. but do you, in fact, have a television happy to place, as from, a TV writer? From childhood. Well, you know what? You've mocked me for this before. What do you mean? No, no, you have. You have what I'm about to say. You have. I'm and not press gang. Well, that's it. You see, I was going to say press gang, and the thing is, I used to talk about press gang <laughs> 
and people used to go, you know, ah, ah. and then suddenly it became cool to retro like press gang and I stopped talking about it because everyone else was like writing articles about how good press gang was and stuff. I had something on but Old Media last year that was disgraceful about press gang. What do you mean? Oh, just people talking about it. But de- yeah, deconstructed it. it. Oh, I know. See, everybody was doing that for a minute or two. Mm. But my point is that to me was a show that I well, – like, it was fist-pumpingly, woohoo, press gang's on. Like I loved it. I just loved it. What about Home? What do you mean Home? Did you watch Home, the ABC series? No, I don't think so. What's that? Oh. See, I would have thought you would have been an ABC family. We, yeah. Weirdly we- enough, for <clears> – <throat> I think for the top family we were, we we watched a lot of well the kids watched a lot of ABC for a two hour period. Hmm. Home was one of the gun ones. What's home? Home, home, home is where the hut is. Oh wow, that doesn't doesn't help me. matter where I'm down because. <laughs> oh my god, what's happened to you? What? What was <laughs> it about though? It doesn't. I think it goes if it doesn't matter if I'm dying because I know I'm gonna be a right. Okay. Go to but no, with okay. The yeah, okay. Let, let's just put it this way. Does it consist only of its theme song? Does it consist only of its theme song? Well, that's can all you I can describe remember. the show to me? No, you can't. No. Okay. Oh, but the same with Sweet and Sour. To... I watched Sweet and Sour from start to finish oh. and I only remember the song. Ah, oh, did you? And one spiky haired chick. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Tracy Mann, perhaps. Well, there was a show that came on where I remember thinking as a kid. Nah, not interested anymore. That show was Neighbours. No, that show was, this is on ABC and I was the same. Mm. We used to watch ABC stuff. Um, uh, And it was uh, Brains Going Away. Oh, you can't do that on television. Oh, I think as I remember the title of that show. As soon as it came up, I show. went, I hate this show. Is that when they had I like goo? Yeah, goo used to fall out of the – like yeah. slime used yeah, to fall on people. And there were all these kids eye-rolling. I know there will be people listening hating me because they, they this was, was their era. Was it a bit lowbrow for young Lauren? But perhaps it was – no, because I liked a bit of lowbrow, but I didn't like – Father, can we turn off the television? Read me a tale. Father, you sound like the midget off Game of Thrones. <laughs> Okay, no, I don't. Your impression of a really weird version Peter of Dinklage, me in my past. Peter Dinklage, yes. I sound like Peter Dinklage. You sound like Peter the version Dinklage. of me that you've invented from a past that I didn't have sounds like Peter Dinklage. I'm so glad you're amusing yourself this morning, It's Stuart. Friday. It's been a long, tough week. This is like the, the final... Party. It's like you having that one glass of champagne when we went Oh, here we go. And you started oh, I had a glass of James on. Uh, standing on the table singing it Danny Boy. It was the best. It was a nice. You? you know, when someone lets their guard down, look at you. Look at you right now. You're sitting there staring <laughs> at me with your arms crossed again. <laughs> so to see you with a glass of champagne and your defences down is a pleasurable thing. Yeah. Well, it's never happening again since the one time I had one glass of champagne. One time you were fun. One yep. sip of champagne, apparently. Mm-hmm. This story is a really good one. I love it. So you didn't like they can't do that on TV anymore? No, I didn't think it was very good. I thought it was, I thought it was like American and, uh, you know, trying to be cynical but actually being simple. I didn't think it was sophisticated. I thought it was – whereas I thought – Press gang was about. I can't even <laughs> look at you while I'm saying the words press gang, but because it's sullying press gang for me. But press gang was a cracker of a show, and it really like you know. I suppose it's about so the right you show. Watched as well. Oh uh, 
I used to watch Degrassi. We used to, at Eltham High, they used to play Degrassi to us in Elf class. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one about condoms. Bye, kids. <laughs> Go here for a smack. <laughs> That's right. Um, but no. Speak. Uh, there were a few other things that I liked. Do you know that one that used to really like kind of f- f- it freaked me out? You know Reggie Didge. Oh, Reggie did, yeah. And that what's his name, Valentine guy. As if this is not Tate good. For, this is not good for anybody. You know, he was born with two microphones at the ABC <laughs> rubbed right. on each other, and from <laughs> that spark came out and shot into the corner of a room in a studio. And from that little <laughs> corner of the studio grew a little James Valentine. And he's been within the walls of the ABC ever left. since. Never left. Yeah. Um, this is really boring for people who don't know the past. You know, who are but born. if you don't know your past, you don't know your future. Yeah, but we're not explaining the past. We're just talking about it. So it's like a club they're not invited <laughs> to. But anyway, point is, Welcome young people, <laughs> dear young people, the point is yeah. that if the, that there's a certain thing that happened that every kid's got in their head. For some yeah. people, it was Cities of Gold. For some people, it was freaking Pokemon. Like that there was something that was on TV when you were a kid that got you at exactly the right time. Mm. Happens when you're an adult too. Like happens with music, don't you think? Like remember there's that thing about I'm how everybody music. says that, well, you're off music, but mm. you weren't when you were in your 20s. No. And that's probably no, when no. you got your taste. And so your thing that you loved when you were uh, in your 20s teens. maybe, well, whatever. There's a remember. There's that article that like by the time you're 25, you've made all of your choices about music that you're ever going to make or something. Yeah. Anyway, um, I thought about you the other day when it came to sayings. Oh, did you? <laughs> did you think? Oh, I'll I'll ring Lauren, otherwise known as Peter Dinklage, in her Mercedes Benz as she drives away from her castle that she lives Holiday in with her home. daddy who's a <laughs> king of france or what netherlands um oh no because she's drunk because she walked past a champagne four days ago no no it was nothing look, look, look put your glasses down it's um no it was that it was that saying we've mentioned on the show before about you know you just reminded me then because mm. you said it about in your 20s when if you've if you vote liberal in your 20s you're heartless and if you vote labor in your 40s you're brainless Right. So, uh, and just that's what reminded me of that then. And I was thinking, why? Why did that remind you of me? I don't know. Hmm. Because we've probably spoken about it before. Right. But anyway, it, uh, it, that was apropos of nothing. No, really. but it was really energetic point and really well made. <laughs> <laughs> um, and look, look, that. No, what I was going to say. Of this whole week. Hey, hey, what I was going to say is, do you We're remember? Having a winter slump. Yes. Would you stop talking about it? Like we're not having a winter slump. You've been self-referential all week about how bad the show has been, yeah. because I think you're feeling a little bit. Meh. And I so still haven't called Jeff either. Ah, Jeff. Anyway, do what I was going to say is there's a show on TV now called, and any parent or anyone who's walked past a kids thing will know, um, is called In the Night Garden or Into the Night Garden or something about a is night garden. Is screaming toggles? It's got screaming toggles running around yeah. in the forest. It's basically the sort of thing you don't want to hear if you're or see if you're hungover or whatever, right? Um, or on LSD. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Well, there was one of those when I was a kid, which was a plasticine thing that went for like, it was an interstitial thing. It went for like, you know. Gumby? No, not Gumby. It went and then and they'd turn into, okay. 
Was I'm it gonna try French. I'm gonna try and find. It sort of sounded like it was. It sounded. It was a universal sort of itu itu utu utu kind of language, and the and so it was clay. It like a squeaky bit. It was lobs. Lobs. People will be knowing what I'm talking about. Mm. Lobs of clay, like a whole lot of clay with like finger marks on it and stuff, but no hands or anything. And then they'd animate, and then one bit of clay would turn into a person, the other one would turn into another person, and then they'd sort of talk to each other. And but it was. And there, it was something about it which is similar to the LSD other show that I just mentioned, Into the Night Garden or whatever, mm. which got to me as a kid in a way that I kind of I always have to turn it off because it just got into a part of my head that felt well, you like took a lot wrong. of that sort of psycho sort of uh, drugs psychotropics when you went to those hippie schools. When I was Peter Dinklage. Well, no, when you were taking mushrooms when and whatever else you were encouraged to do it, Steinerstool. <laughs> <laughs> Did not go to a Steiner school. Uh, okay, yes, a verbal menage or whatever it was called. A verbal menage. <laughs> oh my God, he's killing himself. <laughs> a verbal menage. <laughs> Your satire of me is rich and varied. And you are very lucky that I don't return the favour because imagine the picture. Oh, you could tear me apart. <laughs> I'm like, what's a... <laughs> imagine it's an, I'm an the easy picture. target though. <laughs> you know? Really? Well, why would you pick on the weak? It's oh, stupid. Really? Yeah. You're the weak one, are Let you? Let me do the picking. You're a disgrace is what you are. Oh. What are we even doing? <laughs> do, have we talked about anything yet? <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Faswana, I'm going to talk uh, about books, so just bear with me. <laughs> What's that? I've got to get you. Yeah, he's gone. Um, no, no, no. So I may have mentioned this in passing in the in the last few weeks, but there, I've definitely mentioned uh, the New Yorker Fiction podcast before, right? Yep. You've heard me mention that. In fact, you've heard me tell you to listen to it. Have you ever listened to it? I love it. You've never listened to it, have you? <laughs> <laughs> you're, such a, you're such a dork. Have you ever listened to it in your life? I haven't at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> at this stage? <laughs> you, you're, just a, you're just a trick. You're gorgeous. So it's, it's really for, – for, for those who are interested in – first of all, the short story is a fantastic way – to get some literature into your brain. True. Or, uh, it's really, they're really good. Short stories are great. Even when they don't, they, there's a, they can mean a million different things, kind of like a poem I like or the something. snapshot ones where they're just like a Do you? Because I do too. So do right. I. Okay. Sometimes there are ones which are really rounded and they have like a mm. beginning and then, whoa, it turns out that he's a butterfly or something. that fell out of a giant's mouth. <clears throat> right. Me too. They're gorgeous. Right. But sometimes the, the one I'm about to describe is not like that. I'm not going to describe it, but I'm going to mention is not like that. But I but I do love them, right? And the New Yorker is famously like where you know all these famous writers first wrote a sh- first submitted is that a short Australian story. <laughs> first submitted a short story, and it became oh he thinks, he thinks that's pretty funny, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think it's idiotic. You're just and a dog. It's just the wheels. There's one while past me. There's nuts <laughs> flying everywhere. Um, anyway, <laughs> you're an idiot. Uh, so uh, there's this woman on it, unfortunately. I mean, she seems lovely, but I don't like her voice because I shouldn't say that even because who can, mm. like, 
there's an amazing history of people, the way people listen to women's voices and find them annoying. I don't, well, I don't like her voice. voice. She's got that terrible voice. Crackle. Terrible voice. Was it voice crackle? Vocal fry? Vocal fry. Voice crackle. <laughs> Tune in here for all of your <laughs> pop culture, pop culture references. <laughs> voice crackle by Stuart Farrell. Wow. Yeah, there is an episode yeah. of, of what was it? This American Life yeah. that exposes voice vocal fry or voice crackle. <laughs> As uh, <laughs> as as sexist, but anyway, it's not that I don't like her voice. It's that she's so, she's sort of unexcited, yes. right? And I kind of don't like that because I I'm like, whoa, this is exciting stuff because I'm a massive nerd. But mm. so she's the um, literary editor of the New Yorker, and she sets up the sh- the short story, and she goes, "Hi, it's Deborah Treesman from uh, the literary editor of the New Yorker." She speaks like that, yeah. and I'd be if it was me, I'd be like, "Hey." Like I'd be like the the head of the cheerleading squad and stuff. But you haven't been wealthy and living in New York your whole life. <laughs> anyway, so she goes. She sets it up. This is the this is the literary podcast, right? Um, literature podcast. She sets it up. She says, "Hi, Stuart Farrell, who's Hi. written a short story over the last couple of years." Hey there. Hey there. And you've brought to us a short story from our own archives mm. that you've always loved, Love and you're going to read. Tell us what. Uh, listeners should expect before we set this, like how should we set this up? And then the writer, Stuart Farrell, describes what he likes about it and sets it up and then he reads the favourite short story of Mark Twain or whoever it is Um, and then at the end they sit around and they talk about it and that's the bit I really like because sometimes I get to the end of the short story and I go, "And what the hell was that? Mm. And then they both talk about it and by the end of it you're like, wow, so many layers, did not see them there. Like that's what I liked about Mm. studying it all. It's really interesting. Anyway, so it's a really great podcast. As I've said to you eight million times and I've recommended it to you a million times you've never listened to it once. So you're not going to listen to the next one but the next one is new or at least it's new to me. I thought it was new full stop. It may be. But anyway, it's called The Author's Voice. And the Author's Voice. It's um really simple concept. It's people reading their own short stories from The New Yorker. So they don't talk about it afterwards, which I kind of miss. But And so far I must say, yeah, it is new. There have only been a handful, a couple of handful. Are there handful any authors that can't read? Oh, yeah, really badly. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm listening to one at the moment. What is it? Um... Cannot read her own his own work, and it's. Uh, I'll tell you. He's I, not like asking someone off mic. What's this word? And, no, no, no. He's no. just like it's really boring, and he and he and he pauses in the wrong spots and stuff. It's like, dude, you wrote this, but yeah. he's just not good at reading. But that's what I, one of the complaints about that authors have about the contemporary era is that you all the authors go to the like literary festivals and mm. stuff, and they have to be kind of superstars as well as just like. A lot of writers Drunks just like drunk and, uh, and a reclusive, freaking yeah, mm. recluse exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, they just I said recluse or reclusives. No, recluse is good. Reclusives, I said. Oh, reclu- reclusive. So reclusive describes what they describes how they. No, no, no. I think recluse is the. Yeah. So you can't noun. pluralize reclusive. No, because it's not a noun. You can. What if you had? Although I wonder, what, I wonder what a large number of recluses recluse. is. Yeah, recluse, recluse, <laughs> recluse. <laughs> Who says we're not literary? Well, on this show? welcome to uh, the Smart Nobody. Podcast. Is that what we're calling it? Have we not thought of a better name? We've Smart <laughs> Podcast and words and stuff. Okay, good, great. Um, anyway, point is, and <clears throat> by God, 
people who have already probably listened to it anyway, but Ugh. there's a Zadie Smith short story that was published in the New Yorker a while ago and was um, like popping up in my feed uh, a <laughs> bit, right? And, yeah. uh, and, and I said, yeah, I should really read that Zadie Smith because I, I like Zadie Smith. I think she's grass. Yes, man. Anyway, so I'm not allowed to say curb, I noticed this week, but you're allowed to say Z. I've said Z fired. since I was a boy. Well, that was. So that makes it okay? No, I mean, I bad, said curb oh, bad since teaching, I was a boy. Bad, bad teaching. Anyway, so Zadie Smith, I was thinking I should read it, but I've been trying to read 4,000 things on The New Yorker for like 90 years. I so yeah, we stopped our subscription. So I. <clears throat> um, this it's in this it's in this podcast the author's voice and she reads it herself and Zadie Smith is a really good reader. She's got like vocal fry. <sighs> okay, <clears throat> it's a really good short story. She reads it really well. At least I like the short story, and I think she's clever, and I think she's like got a sense of humour, and she's grouse. Anyway, that's the May 31st one. It's called Sweet. Two Men Arrive in a Village. It's lovely. Uh, but there have been um, like a bunch of other ones as well and uh, I've listened to some of them. I listened to Ian McEwan's one which mm, – Oh, from mm, Lord of the Rings. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, not from Lord of the Rings. So, Lauren Clark. Anyway, fantastic recommendation because yeah, after no, the last great. three days of garbage fantastic. from my good stuff, I'm so glad you've come back to the party. Yeah. That's really good. Look, if Zadie Smith or anyone else from Lord of the Rings want to get in touch, how do they find us? <laughs> We're Stupidly Big Stu, stupidlybig.com, Stupidly Big on Facebook, Stupidly Big on Twitter. Uh, don't contact us via snail mail because none of us is organised enough to uh, have moment. done anything about that. But you can get in touch with us if you'd like to via our website or, as we always say, on Facebook, uh, which is where most of the action is. We're happens. most active. At least I can, I've got the passwords to the Facebook account so I can contribute. You've got the passwords to the other ones, idiot. You just I don't remember them. <laughs> Stuart. And on that note. I love you. Oh, uh, you. You're one of my favourite idiots. Oh, and nice. I will see you uh, after Monday. the weekend. Yes, we're back. Another full week For Mailbag week. Monday. We're all a bit pumped about that. We've heard about it for two weeks. I, they're, they're everybody that has gotten in contact, whether it be email or on oh, the other. No, we're not going to make a promo. No, I've been keeping an eye on. Right. And uh, I'm going to be compiling a bumper edition. Oh. Of Mailbag Monday. No, we're all very Monday. pumped. And we have extremely high expectations. Good. High XPs is what we high deal with. High XPs. We love to knock them down. Yeah. Get on your Fezwana. See you then. Bye-bye.